Isaac, we are live. Welcome to an in-person Sticks cast. Yeah. Is this the first one we've ever done? First one ever. And oh, look at that. But kind of a weird sound. <laughs> right next, and then we're just gonna stare into the camera right. as we're talking. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how this goes. But yeah, big <laughs> big hype. Worst case we can do a retake. Yeah. No, this will be it. This will be it. This is it. Okay. All right. Well, and, and now we can. Are do you, it. That's what we said last time, though. So, over what last retake we took? Oh, oh we're yeah. right. Yeah. There you um. Go. Well, a little bit I, of a meta joke. Yeah. Well, let's see. The audience at home won't know. But um. Well, Isaac, welcome back to Ep- Stakes Cast episode thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Big three-two. Big three-two. Awesome. I mean, and then yeah, you're back in Seattle for a week, right? Uh, I'm actually only, I'm only in Seattle for the day. I'm gonna go up to Friday Harbor for the week. Oh, that's yeah. fun! Awesome. I know. I um, I saw a very like Seattle-ish thing where when I was driving here, right? Yeah. Um, and the person in front of me had a <clears throat> god damn, I need water. Um, needed a or had a Joe Biden 08 sticker. Really. Like a Joe Biden vice president away or Joe Biden president? I'm assuming president. Like, why would no, vice presidents don't vice presidents don't have like the name and then like the year, right? I mean, my my I mean, my parents had a Clinton Kane 2016 post like a uh, signpost, but not not normally only the vice yeah, president. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, no, but it made me th- like that person has gone through like a deep journey, right? Because it's like, Hopefully. so not only in 08, right? Every Democrat was like, if you weren't rooting for Obama, like there's barely anyone out right, there, yeah. right? So not only was that man, like when that was peak Obama craze, was like, I'm good, right? Yeah. Then four years later, like 2012, he's like, damn it, still getting no Joe Biden or whatever. And then 2016, then Joe Biden still get running for Democrat, mm-hmm. right? But then loses. And then everyone doesn't want him. Did he run in 2016? Mm-hmm. Oh, but really? then he kind of like stepped out early. I think yeah. he was like, I'm good. Um, and then 2020, like no one was yeah, excited for him. But that guy was like, finally, like it's been 12 years waiting for Joe Biden. I think they're going to get another one in uh, 2024. Um, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I have no clue of who's going to win. I just, I don't know how you could keep it on your car for you know, at that point, it was 12 years. At this yeah. point, it's 15 years. That's a bummer. <laughs> bummer sticker has been on that long. To to be a Joe Biden super fan for the last, especially the last 15 years, mm-hmm. as that's a lot. Yeah. That'd be like for conservative side. I feel like maybe that'd be like having like a Sarah Palin one, right? Because she was running for VP in LA. Right, yeah. And then she's kind of been around. But like, I don't think she has, she has really, she hasn't even, She's even running for president in 2024. Um, but there's some funny. Have you seen all the Republican candidates for 2024 that I, announced? So uh, far? Well, I saw Trump, obviously. Yeah. Didn't right. Um, who else did I see? I didn't see anyone else. Um, I know that I'm, I'm. I'm assuming DeSantis is, but I don't think he's announced it. Uh, no, he's definitely. That'd oh, be yes. so. Fun, yeah. Fun there you go. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's officially announced it. But because he just won the governor race, right? So yeah, yeah. So um, there's that. There's uh, Nikki Haley. Oh no, uh, really? Yeah, there's her. <laughs> um, there's that black dude. Um, 
heard his name um but no you know like when you you'll it's like dude it's a republican like high-ranking republican black guy did they run last time no so it's not ben carson or whatever that'd be funny ben carson that'd be really funny i think he had his fill of can't believe you got like Department of Housing, right? Yeah, he was Depart- Department of uh, was it Urban Development or Housing? Because I would yeah, understand like a healthcare like... position, you know? Yeah, I know. You know, he is a doctor. I know he got but... neither of those. So, oh, and then um, yeah, those are the only ones. I think there's maybe one more that's like announced, but here I can just look it up. Yeah, but live research on the podcast. Oh, oh, we could do our. Oh, we didn't even think about like Burundi. Shit. <laughs> This is gonna be a long. This is gonna be a long podcast. Oh yeah. I just noticed too in the video, it's like perfectly symmetrical of like the Daft Punk then in between us yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And oh no, that's he, what I was talking about before. And, and he's lower too, or whatever. Yeah. Right now, mm-hmm. oh, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a list of Republican 2024 and the camera light. So there's all right. So DeSantis has not officially announced. So right now it's well, it's Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, and uh, Vivek. Uh, Ramsway, Ramswami. I, I don't know. I don't oh, okay, that was the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like him already. But oh, like, wait, wait, scroll out. And then like we got weighing their options. We got. Oh, there. That was that's Tim Scott. Is yeah, it? yeah. Uh, that's Mike Pence. Mike Pence and Donald Trump would be funny if they were if they were both running for president this time around. There's no way. Mike Pence like literally is the figurehead of Republicans with like the election like being rigged and stuff. Right. Like, they hate him. There's oh no yeah. Way um yo liz Ch- cheney that'd be funny as shit um she won't win though no. um she's i think they like her less than pence i hope she runs and then she just gets dumped on glenn youngkin would be really funny can't lie who glenn he's the uh oh i want to say governor of virginia uh i just know him because i go to school next to him you know <laughs> yeah um but like he was the guy who like won the really big surprise because it was like oh the democrats didn't win it's a red wave you know and then the opposite happened like a month later. So damn. Yeah. A lot um, of them. big slate. You know, are we gonna are we gonna cover the uh are we gonna cover the election? Yeah. Uh we'll cover the Burundi election. That's what not oh when's this... that happening? Good point, good point. If there even is one more light research. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, There's no. 27 political parties. They gotta have an election. This is it. They had one in 2020. Shit. And okay. 71% of <laughs> <laughs> well, Oh no! I mean, yeah, I'm not sure when. Hmm. Oh, more human rights stuff. We covered this uh, last time. Yeah. Uh, there's more human rights stuff in Burundi. That's the main thing. Um. Uh. They also two days ago charged 24 people with homosexual practices and an anti-gay crackdown. Um. Yeah. Ever yeah, since I said yeah. that, like, wow, Burundi's been on the upward trend. It's been all bad. They've been doing some bad shit. Yeah. 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 It's the, you know, jailing like reporters, journalists, and then, you know, the anti gay c- 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 crackdown. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. No. Uh, maybe we'll boycott Burundi news until they get their act together. <laughs> you know what? Hey, you know, this, we have to take a stand in those. So I think we should. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking about it, right? Like, Maybe we should re- is our podcast only gonna be Burundi? Is it time that we go back to the random country generator and switch countries up for the next couple months? That's a good question. If we do that, is it because of the current events or is it because of like it's just like the time like the uh 
you know, a certain amount of time has passed. Because if we just want to keep cycling every few months. It might be a good idea to keep cycling. So then maybe we're learning more. But at just the same wait until time... we get like the U.S. Oh, it'll happen eventually. Statistically speaking, it will happen eventually. Yeah, we should do that. But oh, you have that book too? Sorry. Which book? Um, what if? Um, oh, yeah. I got that for my birthday a couple years ago. Oh, nice. So I'll wait now. Yeah. yeah. I'd be done. That's something to uh, stay tuned for. Yeah, I was like, have you seen my stuff like the... See, you got the. I haven't seen the cowboy, the cowboy bebop, or the uh, berserk one. And see, you got the steel book Porco Rosso. Oh fuck! And then um, copy Madden twenty three. Um, and then Redland. (laughs) No, I. I, (laughs) So got got a whole range of stuff um, here, and then you see the three DS there. But um, very cool, very cool, and Donkey Kong, of course. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um. I, oh, oh, my, my last thing. Um, gotta talk about the big. If, since we've been talking about NFL, right? Big, uh, the Panthers Bears trade. Yeah. Who do you think is winning that trade? Uh, you know, normally I would say Bears, just because I think that trading down, especially from the number one pick, is always like. Oh wait, no, I'll do. say what the trade is too. Oh, in case, it, yeah. So I'm not gonna like do. I think I remember it. So the Panthers get just the first overall pick this year, right? Yep. And that's it. There's they don't get anything else. I think so. Yeah. And then in exchange, the Bears then get the they go down to the ninth overall pick, and then they get, um, what was the other stuff? They get their second round this year. So the, it's picked sixty one, yep. also, mm-hmm. and then they get next year's first round as well, and then the year after second rounds twenty twenty five and DJ Moore. Yep, four draft picks and DJ Moore for the uh, for to move down eight spots in the draft. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, it's gonna suck having to play G- DJ Moore, but I think it it's honestly a toss. But I think it depends on who they draft. I think if they draft like uh, CJ Stroud, I think the Bears probably did a good job. Um, because that's the big rumor right now. Um, wait, say that CJ Stroud. Yeah. What about C- wait? There. He's rumored to be Frank Reich's guy. Oh, because he's like the taller one or whatever. That's because that's what they said. Frank Reich loves like the tall quarterback. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. He's an Ohio State quarterback, so it doesn't really matter. But um, so I mean, it just depends. I think that like, you know, getting DJ Moore is really good, but also you know he has like a thirty million dollar contract. Um, thirty? No, he has like a close to twenty a twenty a year mm-hmm. contract. Um, it's not the worst. For, it's not the worst, but especially if Justin Fields plays to his potential then right. jay moore would be definitely worth even more than that contract that's right so we'll see i think um and you know the bears don't need a quarterback so good move for both teams yeah so although the panthers are giving and it's even better for the seahawks it's closer to getting one of the defensive linemen or the big uh will anderson yeah no we're take, we'll take jalen carter i know all other teams are too scared what? to take jalen carter we're gonna get him all right yeah. okay he might We'll pay for his bail. Or... <laughs> you might be able to get him in round two. So, but, um, I don't know. He's not falling down to round two. Dude, all he did was, like, sort of not say the full truth to the police. Like, come on. It's not, like, players have gone away with much more. It's not like a Joe Mixon or a Tyreek Hill. Like, this is literally just a, oh, they didn't say. It, was, it just wasn't the best response to the police. But it's fine. It's Jalen Carter. Like, he was, like, the highest prospected like edge rusher right okay yeah i think all right yeah that's a good point we'll see so we'll see i'm excited for the draft though it's gonna oh, be a good I'm, time. I'm ecstatic this is the first time i get to see like a top 
now it's a top five pick that the Seahawks have. Yeah, right? yeah it's um, not even theirs too. That's the best part, right? So this is uh, what a what a time to be. Alive. And then we have the pick twenty after the before too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's when you get them, <laughs> dude. That'd be insane if we got. Um, but all right, Isaac, we probably should start with movies now. Um, are you sure? I could keep going on about the NFL. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's see. Maybe what's one more big NFL. Um, Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets. Oh yeah, it's like true. most likely. Yeah, it, it just depends on when he wants to retire. So that's exciting. That'd be really funny if he just wants to retire because, like, he visited the facility now. So, like, I'm surprised they haven't done the trade yet. Well, it's it's just they really. I think what's happening is the Jets really want to know like how long are you going to play for us? You know, because if he's only going to play for a year, they're not going to want to yeah, give up a lot. No, you know, they um, they still got Zach Wilson. Um, and they're not going to trade him. So my thought is that they probably want him to sit for a year or two now, um, which is funny. But uh, so if if Rodgers isn't willing to play like up to two years, they're probably going to just not do it. Mm, yeah, even two years, I feel or like... they'll just like trade like less for him. You know, I think it just depends on because um, the Packers and the Jets already agreed to a trade. Yeah, it's just, a, it's, it's all it's all up to Rodgers. So. I don't know. It just it seems weird because it's like they basically the trade has been agreed upon, right? Like it yeah, is, and then now it's just uh, dependent on Rogers. And I feel like it, since it's been so like a couple of days now, I feel because like, I honestly probably they've confirmed the trade like even earlier on because they've been having trade talks since like January, right? So I'm just surprised it hasn't happened. But I, probably that big contract thing happening with. Rodgers and like how long he would play for them is right. really the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a no trade clause. <laughs> Technically, the Packers could just trade him, but I don't. He think... doesn't have a no trade clause. That's why I thought it was. No, um, it's being held up because they agreed to a trade in principle, but they haven't actually like submitted a trade. You know. Yeah. It's like when you know. Yeah, you know what it is. But, but I'm um... surprised. I thought Rodgers had the no trade clause, so it's like, oh, I don't okay, think well. so. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. I think he just gave him a lot of money. Because yeah, that'd be kind of ridiculous if he got the. Well, I don't know. That because yeah, I said the same thing to Leah, and then she's like, "Well, I was like, I mean, he two time MVP like this two seasons, you know, three. Well, I mean, I think he's he, a four time MVP now. Well, like he got the, yeah, he, he got back to back MVPs like literally. Oh, you mean seasons. okay? Like, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah, still, he was like when that contract extension happened, right? Like it was pretty much like that was right after the cost, but like two yeah. MVP seasons, and so and then he's just like it's, he's Aaron Rodgers. So it's Aaron like, Rodgers. Um, come on, it's Rodgers. Yeah, so. But I don't know, Pat McAfee show is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That'll but, be interesting. Oh, so I'll be good. So, oh, I also want to know um, what are your thoughts on uh, Florio? I, I want to on who the pro football talk guy. Any hot takes on Florio? Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's, he's the pro pro football talk guy. Pro football talk or pro football? Hold on, is it Mike Florio? Like he's. Pretty big in uh, this guy in the NFL media. Like, oh, he he's, really... he's basically a beat writer. He like none of his reporting is accurate for the most part. Ooh, it's really funny. Okay, all right. See, that's why that's why I was asking. Yeah, no, it's I, I forget that's which one it is, but there's one team that like they leak stuff to him and they just lie. It's really <laughs> fun. Uh, uh, okay, and then uh, the other one was Rich Eisen. What's, what's oh, I like Rich. Okay, everyone right. loves Rich. Hey, who doesn't? You know. Okay, all right. well, that's awesome. Run, Rich, run. You know, he's he does the whole like nonprofit philanthropy thing. He's he's a big proponent of that. Also, yeah, he's a cool guy. Okay, that's good to hear. I, yeah, of course. His stuff shows up on my feed now, like all the time, because like Pete Carroll was on it. Oh, really? Now, so um, big fun. Okay, movie time because we have we have ten movies to talk about. We do. Um. 
I wonder what type of order we should go. Maybe we should go with like what has the most nominations to the least or the least to the most. You know what I mean? So like in terms of of best picture nominees, right? Give me a second. Do, do, do. We could start with the movies that like have the least amount of nominations outside of best picture. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so sad I have this basically memorized. Okay. Oh, I think. Give me one second. So if I go here. Okay, holy shit. Some of these movies have so many nominations. All right. Yeah, we will start with Triangle of Sadness. Um, Read the description. Uh, Directed by Ruben Oslin. Uh, models Carl and Yaya are invited for a luxury cruise with a rogues gallery of super rich passengers. At first, all appears Instagrammable. I hate that word. Um, But the cruise ends uh, catastrophically and the group finds themselves marooned on a desert island. Um, This movie was nominated, uh, obviously, Best best Picture, um, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Mm -hmm. Um, Some pretty big nominations Isaac, what did you think of Triangle of Sadness? You know, I really liked it. Um, I think I gave it like a three and a half, which isn't like a really like rating, you know? Like it it honestly, it just like felt really drawn on for me. I didn't feel like the movie actually started until probably like an hour and ten minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I, I thought it was it was shot really well. Um I really liked its portrayal of like the whole modeling industry, right? Yeah. And the people in it specifically. Um and then there was that thing with the uh uh the hand grenade designers and they just got oh, blown yeah. up by their own thing i thought i loved that yeah. um but otherwise i don't know I, th- I think it struggled with pacing um it was good though it was a good time how about you i yeah i mean so because like let's exp- especially when you're talking about like the structures right right i've heard uh, so many people have different takes on as to the structure because it's very like i mean it's even labeled like chapter one i think or right. part one a lot of these movies by the way i saw like a couple months ago and then some of these you just like caught up on like yeah passing the last so it'd be kind so. of interesting because i think a big thing about oscar films is sometimes like they're made as oscar bait and then they just don't age well like months right. later um, so maybe that kind of help will differentiate those from the others um find out but for Triangle of Sadness, yeah, there's three distinct structures. There's like kind of like that prologue between the main two couple Instagram couple. And there's like that discussion about the like dating right. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have the cruise, which is a big chunk. Yeah. And then you have when they get deserted on the island. And that's the final one. And a lot of people either like. So you, you like the island. It sounds like you kind of prefer the island part more than the cruise. Is that what you're saying? Actually, I didn't. So you like the cruise part more? I thought the cruise part was the best part of the movie, but mm-hmm. that being said, I it didn't really feel like I was actually like watching a movie until the island part. It's hard to explain. I okay. liked it more, um, but it's just yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've heard a lot of people they either like, oh uh, yeah, the island part's way better, or like the cruise part. Like it, it doesn't seem like this movie is able to like, capture an audience for the entire film and it's also like especially for a comedy i'm pretty sure it's 147 minutes like that's insanely long it's a two and a half hour film yeah for a comedy um so but yeah and i mean uh i mainly liked it a lot i think there are some really good um bits in there i thought the opening yeah was really funny 
Interesting. And uh, yeah, I think the cruise is probably the best part of it in just yeah. in terms of the payout, like the buildup and then like the puking scene, like all the buildup towards that was right. really funny. Um, and then, yeah, the island part, I still thought was kind of funny. Um, it ended fine. And it was kind of a cool, like, I still think the island part is necessary for the ultimate deconstruction of all that, like, class yeah, and stuff that so. was built up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, in terms of weaknesses, it's probably too long. That's the main thing, because you haven't seen this since December. So no, you're right. if I had to remember, the one, th- the one thing that stands out to me, um, but... Yeah, I don't know. What did you, um, how did you feel? Was it like, because there's a lot of commentary, right, in that movie. Mm -hmm. What was your particular, what, like, commentary do you think stood out to you the most? Um, Well, obviously, there's just, like, the, you know, there's the breakdown of social constructs in the third act. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it's, I would say that's probably the main one that stuck in my mind. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know, I think, just, I mean, gen- generally speaking, the structure that they portray, and from what I've read, it's actually a pretty accurate portrayal of the, uh, you know, the modeling industry um, about how it's like really exploitive, you know, yeah. and it's really not sustainable in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really interesting to learn more about. Um, so I'd say between those two, that probably made it up for me. Yeah, no, I, and especially the actress that, because clearly there's that supporting actress you kind of barely see in the first half of the film, and then she ultimately becomes like, the leader of right the, right and it's like oh the people the person that has the means of labor then is rewarded at what and that i don't know that actress really uh stood out to me yeah um, i i don't think i'm kind of bummed i don't think in oscars she got nominated for supporting actress but some other so, awards yeah. she did and i actually really like she deserves it over um uh Janie Lee Curtis like I love Janie Lee Curtis in um everything everywhere but like it's that's such a just she's barely in the movie right. um it's just a Jamie Lee Curtis name drop you yeah. know so oh Jamie not Janie wait is it Jamie or Janie it's Jamie Lee Curtis okay I don't know why I said Janie oh um, you said did Jamie? I I think you said Jamie dude those they sound, sound the they same really sound exactly the same I don't even know which one um and then before we move on um do you think for their three noms, do you think any of those they'll win in? I think director could make it. Yeah, that's the, I think I'd have to agree. I, for director, if I remember off the top of my memory, I think it's most likely going to be the Daniels. Probably. But um, I I think put down, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if this won for directing, I would be totally happy. It's a really well-directed film. Regardless. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then what what score did you give it? A three point five. I think I gave it a three point five. It might have been a four, but I I'm moderately confident it was a three and a half. I can check. Uh, I gave it a yep three and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think I gave it a four. Um, but I think it's one of the first times I've given a movie higher than you have on Sticks Cast. Like I feel like I'm always the one that gives a lower rating. Really? Is that just me? Maybe. I Maybe. I mean, we'll. I don't know. I'll. We'll do like a. We'll yeah. use R and do an analysis later. <laughs> use R for sticks, guys. All right. Um. So the next best picture nom is Avatar: The Way of Water. Right. I don't. I'm not even getting a fucking description for this. It's, we know. it's Avatar. It's like, Avatar. It made so much money. I don't need to describe it. Um. I will say so. It got nominated for everything, uh, probably best picture. Um. And then production design, visual effects. That's it. So, um, yeah, Isaac, what did you think of Avatar Way of Water? Oh, you know, I know this is a controversial opinion. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think, you know, if you're looking at specifically what it's probably, I would assume visual effects is a lock production design, probably up there. Um, It's close. That that, that one's funny to me because like production design, I think maybe in terms of like what they did digitally and like all the, probably the equipment they used to set up all the VFX probably warrants a production design. But when you think of production, when I think of production design, I think like stages, like, you Mm. know, physical so no, that's fair. That that's might win fair. though. It just depends the criteria they're going for. Because right. maybe realistically, like of the technology for that production design was so sophisticated. Yeah, but um, I mean, you know, we all saw it. I think they had too much motion blur. But other than that, it was really just beautiful. Um, they did. It, yeah. No, if you, no, if no, you go back and watch it, you know, every time they move, there's like a huge blur, and yeah. it's just annoying. Well, because you saw, like, we talked about it, right? Of like yeah. the, the frame rate thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. It was, it, it was, they did that in order to avoid people from noticing, mm-hmm. but instead it was so noticeable. I was like, oh shoot, it switched over to the Xbox like one rather than Series X. Like a frame rate was right. getting rough. Um, but uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I mean, like, what did you think of like, obviously going from like the first one back like you know like eight years ago yeah um they obviously like switched up like the entire environment they were like okay we're gonna base it like on beaches and in the water what did you think of like the really like uh i guess biodiversity that was sorry i'm gonna try i forgot i've kind of charged my phone for work um that was my favorite part of the entire film yeah. i think that's what carried it i i'm probably not as big a fan as you were i still had a good time i still thought it was good but like in terms of i thought like the story itself was a little meh but in terms of the biodiversity like it seems like all that 10 years worth of development Mm -hmm. at least like five years of it was literally just made for like a couple like scholars just to make the biodiversity yeah because i'm not like even in a movie so long I don't care really about the characters, but I still kind of want to rewatch it mm-hmm. just to see, just to see like the stills and details of all the wildlife. Today. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, what was your favorite like creature? <laughs> oh, whales. whales. Dude, yeah. alien whales go hard. Like, oh my God. Actually, there's so much shit they do. There's so much. Because whales are already so like majestic. I know. Right? As it is. And then they're in space. Yeah. 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 God. It's It's the best absolutely um, although i i really didn't like um i don't know if i would call it a cameo who's the lady who from the sopranos who was <laughs> yeah, in i really didn't like her character yeah like it really just made me angry every time like she was on screen like i love the actor you know i love the sopranos but like every time like the like i forget what position i'm just gonna say general i'm gonna assume that's the she, position you're right i'm pretty sure she was general right um like i just hated seeing that they just got honestly they just got i know it's like the main point of conflict they got to just get rid of the people in the movie they just got to get rid i don't want to see humans right that's true i don't know yeah that'd be cool to see an avatar that there weren't humans right because think about it like obviously the main plot point is like colonization right yeah very bad we saw like they're literally just like taking all the land or chopping all the trees down and then just making like a big concrete city awesome that's cool you can not show that on screen and just focus on like the super diverse like ecosystem that you know like you said they probably spent years making Mm -hmm. so that's my hope for the next like four of them well especially because there's five movies right and so we've had two of them now and both are like oh humans bad and i well it's true yeah well yeah and like even 
like it's very like on the nose in terms of like how humans are impacting like you have the whale scene which i actually still really liked or whatever of them like hunting and stuff like that but since there's like five of them maybe let's now take a break and you know you can go back to it in the like ending films but maybe like the next movie coming up of really focusing in on just like that yeah i I, but you know they're not doing that because then there's the build-up of like yeah uh oh god i forgot everyone's name but jake soley why do i jake soley such a generic name that's why but it's i memorable. remember yeah. yeah that's why it's memorable right fuck you right um i don't know i think and last thing because i think some people are like oh avatar best pick like a lot of like film people it's but it's like i think a big thing and yeah like this movie in terms of writing nothing that special but I think what was so powerful about this is that for years upon years, people were like, Avatar? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Right. And this movie successfully brought back that hype. And now it's like, there's still, you know, it's not a perfect, like, not everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of gained status as like a respected franchise again. Yeah. And people are excited for it after such a long wait and hype for it. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of still warrants a Best Picture nomination. Right. I definitely, I definitely agree. I think it deserves the best picture nomination and like you know i have a lot of like controversial views on like oh like what really should be eligible to not just be nominated for but to win best picture and like normally i really am anti like action films you know mm-hmm. winning best picture just because i i think it's like a like a substanceless genre really um but this it's like not really it's more like action adventure you know and like i just think that in terms of things like you know the way they built the world and it's it's not primarily an action film right yeah and so i think that's just like a really cool way that they kind of like spread out and they used a bunch of different subgenres to really contribute to the entire project but you know that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking um like for example i think top gun maverick should not be interesting yeah it should not be nominated i i disagree but really? we'll, we'll t- i think we'll, we'll talk I, about no, yeah, it when we point. get to it no of course um, getting ahead of myself no, um so and then what score did you give i gave it a four four okay yeah. and i gave it a three and a half all right so we're t- wow flip-flops wow. uh, just av- wait we're average we're averaged out to agreeing though so you know yeah we'll see yeah I, i'm interested at how when we move up the ladder how right uh, that changes mm-hmm. but all right, cool. And then you think I think we both agree it's gonna win best VFX. Like, yeah, it will. hard lock. Yeah, like yeah, it's it, a hard lock, yeah. Um, and then production design, I don't think so, but it can always happen. Like they, they got they built those tarmacs with all like this fucking technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be um, cool. Cool. All right. So our next oh no, Black Panther did not get hey, speaking oh, of which got top gun maverick right. um it's not a for a few and i once again i'm not gonna fucking read the plot synopsis because it was the highest yeah, these broke. Are like, yeah, yeah these, these are, are <laughs> these are the most like yeah. popular movies of the year um and this got nominated for best picture i'm not gonna say that anymore it's obvious um and then adapted screenplay mm-hmm. uh film editing yep sound original song and that's it Sorry, I I, Wait, I really? saw the, That's yeah. it. They didn't get cinematography. No, actually, I'm sure. That's it. incredibly surprising. Yeah, actually, yeah, huh. I'm saying it. That is real. Okay, well, I thought they got that for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the more you know, right? Well, all right. Hmm. Okay, I know. Let's, let's first just talk about. So, you and I haven't seen this movie right since it came out, like in June. Right. Yeah. So this is gonna be an amazing discussion because, yeah. like. But this will finally because we never we never covered it when we were doing six cast back then. Right. Um, 
So I think, what did you think of Top Gun Maverick like nine months ago? Well, I really liked it. I yeah. still do. I think it was. I think it was a really good movie. Um, I don't think it should have been nominated for Best Picture. Um, for like a few reasons. A, it's again, it's just the action thing, and uh, you know, I have a lot of like personal like issues with the, with a lot of the logistics behind the movie. But at the same time, it was a really fun thing to watch. Um, obviously, it's given the nostalgia kick for like the 80s movie, mm-hmm. which I wasn't alive for, but I did see like a few a few years ago, which is really lucky because I saw it and then they announced the sequel and I was like, oh, cool. Um, well, but I thought it was I thought it was really good. Obviously, like cinematography, it's like Top Gun. Now it's a franchise. Um, the best aerial cinematography. Are they planning on more movies? Well, I'm yeah, I, I probably. I mean, they set up characters, so I'm, I would assume. Oh, like so, you Bob know. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would assume they'll make like at least one sequel. Um, but like, and you know, it is a franchise because it's two movies, right? Yeah. Um, although I, I guess that doesn't necessarily dictate that. But uh, you know, I mean, most of my like all almost all of my issues with the movie were not based about like the movie itself. It's just based off of like stupid like plot reasoning um like a really good example is uh well sorry so before the movie came out instagram put me on like a weird like algorithm where Mm -hmm. it started showing me a lot of uh like military plane content (laughs) not military content just military plane content yeah um so i ended up learning and i'm pretty sure that's because like top gun paid them to put that in my algorithm but um because it came out right as the trailer for top gun maverick came out back in 2020 um and they did delay the movie for a few years, which is kind of funny. Oh, yeah, that movie um, being delayed to death. Oh, That's yeah. Crazy. Um, but uh, so, like, when looking at it, um, like, I guess my my biggest issue, honestly, is that they used F-18s. Because that's just not oh the plane God. they would use. I remember this. I, I, yeah, yeah. You were about this. not shit. the plane they would use in that circumstance. But oh, that's cool. Oh that's God. that's the main issue. Otherwise, you know, it was good. I wish they kind of stuck to like the the mold of the original, where where the whole thing was kind of based off of training. Like it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Going against what I'm assuming is the Russians, right? Yeah. Um, but like at the same time, I think the kind of charm of Top Gun is it's like not as it's not like super super like hardcore like military all this shit and it's more so just like you know beach volleyball planes yeah um and all that but you know it, it still did a good job i thought it was really good um nostalgia kick for sure yeah i it's funny i the only reason i like forgot about it is, is a lot of like june i kind of blocked on my memory and like, a many a multitude multitude right. of reasons mm-hmm. um but yeah, I do remember you're like, they. why would they be using <laughs> like yeah, F-18? Yeah, F-18, no, it's not the right plane, Mills. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I, yeah, no, I think I, yeah, I really liked it. Um, it was fun. It, like, it, you know, some people were like, oh my, it, like, you know, when I went inside, I hadn't felt that joy in six years and I farted, I came, right. I laughed, I cried. And it's like, well, what uh, else are you going to do, right? Exactly. And then there are movies like that. And maybe if you're like a middle-aged white dude, right? And like yeah. the last, you know, because there's such a big That is group. a middle-aged white dude thing. That, there is, that, that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there is such a big group of people that they only want to watch blockbusters, right? Like, they don't really make an effort to watch maybe like more art house right. or stuff like that. Or like, I don't know, anime. So then at that point, it's like, yeah, all you have left then is like MCU and kind of shit like blockbusters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
but you know they should maybe expand also you do kind of feel a little bad for them right yeah. mm-hmm. and so i think that's why there's such a big catharsis of just like let's fucking go because it was just a fun good blockbuster absolutely um, yeah but yeah no i mean it was all around fun um do you of the nominations do you think it will win any of those uh let me check them one more time um maybe editing otherwise no yeah i think editing it has a shot editing vfx no original song no because it has to beat out lift me up or not to not to right um but yeah, I'm still not. I'm not mad about it being nominated for best picture, just because yeah, like that's fair. I think best director kind of handles the like of ultimately the craft of the film, and right. then best picture sort of adds in its social context mm-hmm. to it. And for that case, it's like I kind of like Top Gun was like one of the most talked about, and the revive like it was also kind of a big thing emotionally, like for Tom Cruise. It's right. like one of the last like action stars we have left, so it's like why not mm-hmm. um Fair. yeah without checking because what would you give top gun i think i gave it a four i know i gave it a four actually i gave it a four too we're oh, so there you go so go right, let me check actually to make sure yeah let me or i can just sit here do, do, you gave it four and a half five but i mean the thing is though if it i want to re- i want to redo that one yeah. actually because it didn't deserve a four and a half See, uh, age lower and i gave it a four so yeah, that is pretty much there you go. Or even there. All right. Damn it, Isaac. Dumbass. Oh, is there any quick water break? Holy shit, that is a huge water bottle. You could roll on it. Oh, that's I, what that is. Okay. Yeah. I was really I was like, is that like a grip thing? Or... Oh, okay. Next movie. No, dude, we're only at four. Well, I mean, maybe we'll do five and take a quick break, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Oh, wait. This looks like it has a less. All right. It's just the same. It's just less names. All right. Our next film on the list is Tar. This yeah. one I'll uh, give a synopsis for. Yeah, go for it. It's directed by Todd Field. The film, set in an international world of classical music, centers on Lydia Tarr, widely considered one of the greatest living composer-conductors and first-ever female chief conductor of a major German orchestra. Um... So, and this got nominated, uh, Best Picture, Director, uh, Lead Actress, Original Screenplay, and Film Editing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested of how we'll talk about this film, only because, so, did you go in this movie blind? Like, did yeah. You, okay, so I did too, and I think that really helps the case Definitely. of the enjoyment experience of it. So I don't really want to spoil it, but there's really not much else to talk about. But um, but I want to like, what did what did you think of it? I thought it was, it definitely wasn't like a fun watch, you know, but it was a good watch if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, totally. Um, because obviously it's dealing with like super serious topics. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I think that like. At the same time, I think it was really like a lot of bleak humor, which I loved. Yes. Um, and like especially the ending. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> I was um, messing with that. I was, it was so out, so out of left field. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, other than that, I mean, like objectively speaking, it was it was probably I would personally say top two or top three in terms of all things considered out mm-hmm. of all the other nominations. Um, like I think they have a really good shot at best director. I think that uh, best leading actress is 
I don't, I wouldn't call it a lock. I would say it's a good chance. Yeah. Um, and you know, editing is probably all up there also. Just visually speaking, it's a really good and intense film, which I really liked. But it also like maintains like a very like sincere like kind of just like not not calm but like kind of silence, you know, mm-hmm. which is really ironic because it's based off of a composer, right? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's really what I thought. I mean, like. I mean, obviously, the ending is like probably the best yeah. part. I think maybe we'll, maybe we'll say like spoilers in a second. Yeah, just because yeah. I feel like we have to. But yeah. no, yeah, I totally agree. I think um, Kate Blanchett makes a lot of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of a character study. Absolutely. Um, and so it's insane how I forget. Like, Kate Blanchett is such an OP actress. Yeah, and she's not really like she is kind of a household name. But yeah, I would say so. For her power, acting power, like, not enough. But I feel like this movie, it, like, sold. Like, this is probably one of her best performances in a lifetime. And it's still really subtle. Like, there's not this Mm over-the-top acting. There is at points, but it's still warranted. She keeps it grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, like... It, it, it's amazing the lo- it's not like the rest of the movie the rest of the movie, like cinematography is really cool mm-hmm. and like the sets with those, oh, yeah. like that german set design alone like there's a lot going on but Kate Blanchett this it's probably the best act- acting performance of this year probably Can, when you compare it like if she was a dude it would sweep the guys yeah. in my opinion fucking amazing um I'm still yeah a little torn Oscar wise because I want Michelle Yeoh to also right. win, but Kate Blanchett kind of deserves it a bit more. It's just like that movie is literally hinging on her performance, and Michelle Yeoh still does amazing, but there are a lot of great parts about Everything Everywhere that yep. doesn't take the load off. Um, but all right, so spoilers. If you want, skip to the next one if you care. Um, yeah. Well, what what a what a I just think it's really funny because I was thinking because, you know, I mean, uh, specifically talking about the ending, which is, again, my favorite part of the film. I think it's just really funny to think about because I never really considered that, I guess, aspect of the uh, of the industry, because, you know, in terms of things like, you know, Monster Hunter and then obviously the other example that pops into my mind would be like what Final Fantasy. Right. So doing those big like orchestra performances, like it seems really cool as a fan. Yeah. But like in the actual world, that must be like the most embarrassing thing to ever do. No, I I, like I I listen to those type of performances on YouTube. Exactly. But it's just like, you know, imagine like being like such a serious composer and going through your life and like building up the accolades and final and then like something happens. And now you have to just do Final Fantasy at Comic-Con for the rest of your life. And it's such I a, think that's funny. Yeah, I know it's such a, like a niche joke because I feel like a lot of like, especially you know, Academy. Like this was an Academy type right. film. <laughs> a lot of them were like, "What the fuck?" But like, kind of us, we kind of get it. Yeah. But it's oh my god, it's so funny. And yeah, I think what also really stood out, and especially, it's so hard to sell people on this movie, right? Because, like, the spoiler of her being basically, you know, abusing not sexually. basically, but yeah, 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 yeah. like that's what the movie's about and we haven't i don't like think we've ever seen anything like it tackle this type of issue probably not and it's definitely like a response mm-hmm. to you know me too and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's so crazy that this is like a best picture now when it's literally addressing stuff that like the academy condoned right like of the culture for decades yeah so Very meta yeah, that's right. why it's so cool. It's up there, right? But it's so hard to sell people on it because otherwise, it's like it's a 
you know, two and it's once again, it's also that's my one weakness is that it is just really fucking long. Yeah. I think it's also mm-hmm. two hours and 40 minutes. It's so pretty close, yeah. Selling someone on like uh academy two and a half hour film, it's just right. Hard. Yeah. At the same time, I think that like well, no, I think you said no, you said it well. Yeah. Thank you. I would definitely agree. <laughs> I think that like going back to the length of the movie specifically because obviously normally it's like okay so this thing is like two and a half hours i don't want to sit down for two and a half hours and watch a movie right um that being said i think with this movie i think they they did it really well because they very much i think the pacing in this movie is probably the best out of all the nominations in my opinion it was very like consistent it was and obviously consistent doesn't necessarily mean good right yeah but it was very just like it didn't feel like they were taking a lot of like escalatory measures if that makes sense and they were still finding ways for it to be like really tense at points, which I really liked. That's true. Yeah. Well, and the, so what did you uh, rate this film? God, I really want to say four and a half. I, th- I think I rated it four and a half. I think. Uh, off the top of my head, I think I rated it a four. Um, yep, four and a half. Okay, yeah. I think it probably in over time now, it's aged for me really well. Mm-hmm. So probably it's closer to the four and a half. Right. I think why maybe I gave it a four, which still means like it's great. It's just it was so long. So maybe I just thought there may have been some filler that just wasn't necessary. Right. With a lot of these movies, since they're all over two hours, yeah. right? It's really difficult to like normally, especially with the whole recency bias. Like if you're rating it right after, you know, yeah. if it's like a really drawn out movie, yeah, I get it. So um, and then do you think any, did uh, ask um, any of those you think it will win? I think Blanchett has a pretty good shot at uh, Best Leading Actress. Um, I don't think it'll win original screenplay, um, yeah. but I think if it was like last year, it could. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they're going to win cin- cinematography. I don't think they're going to win Best Picture. I think Blanchett's going to be the only one out of it that really... Uh, yeah, it. that's probably the realistic. It'd be so awful in Best Picture. There's no way. It's just, it wouldn't. It, you know. Even I, like, I loved it. I would say that's probably, in all honesty, that's probably my favorite movie out of all of these. Yeah. But, like, it, it doesn't deserve it. Yeah. That's why it's like people are like, oh, Oscar's stupid. But I probably right. wouldn't have seen this movie if it wasn't for the Oscar buzz it had. And I'm right. really glad I see it. saw it now. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, on to the next movie. Um, the fable is another two and a half hour film, baby. Yeah. Um, this film, I I'll describe it. Uh, oh god, fuck off. <laughs> Capture every moment. Directed by Steven Spielberg, a coming of age story about a young man's discovery of a shattering family secret, and an exploration of the power of movies to help us see the truth about each other and ourselves. This movie got nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Supporting Actor, Original Screenplay, Production Design, and Original Score. Fuck off. I got the Original Score. Fuck you, John Williams. God. Retire. Um, God, of course, yeah. All right. So as you can tell, this isn't, uh, this one isn't our favorite Best Picture nominee, right? Um, Yeah. So I, Isaac, what what did you think of the Fablements? I think I'll say what I gotta say, but I know that you have more to say that, than me, so I'm gonna keep it a little brief. Okay. I mean, like you know, I get it. He wants to make like uh, Spielberg wants to mm-hmm. make like you know the like hey like you know this is like uh, this is like my story right, um, and like the beauty of film right and yeah. how it, how much it means to people, but like at the same time, I think that's like also one of the it's all right. 
it's a cute movie, but it's two and a half hours. Yeah. And it, it could have been like a like a 15 minute short, right? I think it was like a super <laughs> douchebaggy like th- like film to make. Um like because he's like, oh look how look how much my work means to people. I matter, yeah. you know. Um, and I really just disliked that whole part. And then it was two and a half hours, and like uh, it it's cute, it's a nice movie. I gave it, I think I gave it two and a half which was being generous, frankly speaking, b- based on how much I hate it. Yeah. Um, just like the concept behind, not even the movie, the yeah. movie was fine. It's just the concept yeah. behind it. Oh, totally. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just was not a big fan. Um, what, what was your least favorite part? God, dude, this movie fucking pissed me off. I, it's like, it's not even bad. It's just fine. Yeah. And then it's, just, it's literally just because Spielberg's attached to it. Right. And I get it. People are like, oh, my God, it's so cool. We could see Steven Spielberg make a film about, like, how film impacted him. But it's the most generic way you can fucking right, sell it. Right. Like, oh, wow, my life impacts the way I make art. Oh, it's a, what art reflects our lives. It's like, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think my least favorite part is, honestly, um, I don't want to be a hater. But the acting in this is fucking stupid. No, I don't think uh, people like kind of just ignore it. But like, oh, I can't. Uh, okay, like, so I'll start with the easy one, the dad, right? Paul Dano, he he's cool. I think if I talked to him, I like, and I like him in movies. I liked him in the Batman. Mm-hmm. I know, and then I like him in Swiss Army Man. But he's a very he's he got a particular tool set. Right. This just wasn't it. Right. Um, his whole performance is. Oh, what a splendid time! Like if I had to do an impression, it's right. like, oh, play the piano. It's just so fucking infuriating. Um, God, I feel like your energy towards this film then multiplied my anger. Because yeah. I'm not, I wasn't this angry <laughs> after the film, but when like talking about it, just it's not. Me it's off. bad. Yeah. The energy that we're, oh my god, um, it's a huge negative influence on my life personally. <laughs> And then uh, the mom, yeah. it's just weird. I, I just, it's like, what the fuck? And then it's like, I got, I got a monkey. And it's like, oh my God, I miss Benny. And then Seth Rogen <laughs> is a hot home wrecker. I'm like, what that part I like. I like that. <laughs> I like, I like, I like <laughs> really funny. I, that, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, this movie was annoying. Um, it was like a, it was like an okay movie too. That's the worst yeah. part. It's just the it's just the me- like not I guess you can say the message behind it. I just don't like how he was like. I'm well. I mean, I already talked about like how it's like oh you know this is my work right yeah. But like at the same time, like I also think he's like really lazy and not he wasn't really creative with the movie in my opinion. No, it's like hey <laughs> yeah. hey how are we gonna like show like that film matters to this young guy? Oh, he's gonna be a filmmaker. Yeah. Oh, and they did it. All right, that's it. But yeah. um, I just think it kind of lacked creativity, which was kind of... And again, it wasn't bad. Like, you know, it's Spielberg. You, yeah. you can't really go wrong, right? But, like, it just... It, it it didn't feel like they really, like... I mean, obviously, he cared, but I, I feel like no one else cared for a reason, yeah. you know? I will say, I... Okay. I'll be nice. I'm going to say, like, one good thing besides Seth Rogen. You, you won't. Film, I will. I'm going to say it. Um... I, I didn't realize literally until like months ago where, I mean, obviously I think I knew Steven Spielberg was Jewish, right? Yeah. But in terms of like how 
anti like Spielberg. <laughs> I'm not, not going to uh, but like in terms of like how anti-Semitism right right kind of shaped some of his films. I mean, yeah, like absolutely. with Indiana Jones, right, of it being like this emotional piece of fighting against Nazis and stuff. I was like, right. oh, that's actually really interesting. Yeah, and then it's kind of cool to sort of see that a little bit more contextualized mm-hmm. in this film. With you have like anti-semitic bullies yeah no the way the the way he displayed anti-semitism was really good in my opinion okay it's just the rest of the movie just was like uh yeah i feel like i should because we were like dogging on this movie yeah it has its good parts for sure yeah yeah absolutely especially with like where we the climate with like anti-semitism now i probably should say something because it's just so it it, yeah it's kind of not weird but i don't know with the terms of like this movie coming out now and then the past kind of you know, Kanye just had to fuck shit up. Um, you know how funny it would have been if Kanye didn't do that for another six months and he got, I don't know how they would feature him in this movie. That would be really fun. Oh my God. And what if the like, Kanye kept, oh, okay, it's the Oscars, right? And then it's Kanye was one of the kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but like, all right, it's like, and uh, fucking everything everywhere wins best picture, and they come up, and then Kanye comes up on stage like, "Hold up, hold up!" <laughs> now, the fable minutes was the greatest movie of all time. That would be funny. And then he's like, "Steven Spielberg, you made the greatest movie." Oh God! All right. Well, I think that's a single of us should probably move on um, from the moment, Fableman's. The moment Kanye's brought up, we just gotta. Move. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Um, and then anything in terms of you want to this to win? I don't think it's gonna really win anything. If I'm being honest, I think it actually maybe production design actually. But that, other than that, I that's what that was my original put, and then I think I switched it to Babylon. I haven't even seen Babylon. Oh um, yeah. But just based off the poster. Fair enough. Um. Steven Spielberg might win Best Director. It, that would make there, that would make me really there, there's a big like, possibility. No, it's it's like the type of movie that you that someone would win Best Director for, yeah. you know. But that would make me really mad. And it's really funny because they interviewed like you know the people in these featured films. Right, yeah. and they interviewed Spielberg, and he actually gave a very like heartfelt and beautiful answer of like what his favorite movies were from the Oscars. Right. I'm sure he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's I'm just, a nice guy, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just as like a filmmaker, I'm just not a big fan of his. And when it's a movie just about him. Yeah. So and so you said two and a half, or I think I gave it two and a half. I gave yeah. it two and a half as well. <laughs> it's consensus. It's All consensus. Right. So clearly, on, clearly we're right. <laughs> on to oh, on to the next movie. We got Elvis. I'm not gonna fucking describe Elvis. It's a movie about Elvis. Um and more importantly, Elvis's manager. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's okay. Actually, that's true. It's not just yeah, there's some more to it. And it's directed by Boz Lerman, who you and Zach really liked uh, yep. from Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Very specific style. Um interesting weird movies. Yeah, and honestly, it helps because it's just like we were getting into this, we we're tired of the same old like biopic about that, you know, music right. person. Yeah, at least this was done by Boz Lerman. Yeah. And I think I'll get into it later, but I think that kind of helped it. Um, but this movie is nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, Film Editing, Cinematography, Production Design, Costume Design, Sound, Makeup, and that's it. Yep. Isaac, what did you think of this movie? Um, you know, again, I'm not really a huge fan of the bi- is it biopic or biopics? I say biopics, but right, I'm gonna say biopic, biopic just like just to even it out, you know. Because so on average, really I'll go for it. I I will. Here, let me move central. All right. So, all right. So, when talking about uh, the Elvis movie, um, there's obviously a few aspects you have to 
contained. First, Austin Butler. Austin Butler, I probably a lock for best actor. I would say. I think so. Yeah. I it would be really funny, right? He had the Elvis voice like a year after. Yeah. So like it would be really cool if um Brendan Fraser won it, and I right. kind of sort of maybe see that, but knowing that he, I don't think he's attending the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, this is honestly Austin Butler. I think he did good. He did fine. Mm-hmm. Of all the best actor nominees, I think he was my least favorite. Of really? The picks. Okay. I so we had Brendan Fraser. Then we had um, did you do uh, Irish guy, Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell, I think. Oh, was that was really good though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, uh, did you do? Okay, there's two more. Um, oh, Paul Mescal from uh, yeah. After Sun, way better than Austin. Just tell me to watch that one. That honestly is probably, if not. That's probably the best performance of those that deserves it the most. I would say so, yeah. But I doubt it. I like Colin Farrell's, though. Yeah, and that's but what, also it's a bi- it's Colin bi- Farrell. Think about Elvis, yeah. man. And so Colin Farrell's, I actually, his is also league. So those two are like leagues ab- above the, the rest of these performances. Right. I would say so. I still like Brandon Fraser's performance, but it just wasn't, it was just fine. It didn't. No. Um, it was a great way to come back. Yeah. At the same time, like, it. You know. Anyways, so what did I cut you off about Elvis? Uh, a little bit, not much. Um, yeah. So, good actor, like really good actor. De- definitely doesn't. I wouldn't say deserve best actor, but at the same time, he had the Elvis voice for a year after, and it's yeah. an Elvis biopic. So I would assume that he's gonna win. Um, I think that uh, it was really interesting to see, because you know, uh, yeah, I we weren't alive. I don't, at least I don't think you were alive nope. um, when Elvis was a thing. So like, it's really interesting to see kind of like his, like, you know, a bunch of the influences he, he had and then how he was just like sent to Vietnam, especially and all that fun stuff. But um, I also think it highlighted a really important part of the uh, music industry that not a lot of these biopics really highlight, um, hmm. at least the ones that I've seen. Um, and that's, and obviously like a, a big factor of it is how like it just like kind of breaks you down. Right. And yeah. it's like, Hey, I'm exhausted. And that's how a lot of them fall into like drug related habits and stuff like that. Um, like what happened with Elvis, but like just seeing like very specifically, like how uh, he was taken advantage of. And I mean, I, in my opinion, never really like received justice or anything. I think that was really just a unique way of telling the story from like a, a third person's perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really liked that. That's- that being said, I'm tired of biopics, but, um, yeah, I mean, what did you, I mean? What did you think, generally speaking? So yeah, I'll, because I'll hop on that. I think the framing is one thing that really helps this movie, right? Um, in terms of it stand out from the rest, it's kind of an interesting narrative device. Uh, that, so I like that a lot. Um, and then I think did it get nominated for best directing? It didn't. Wow. Um, that is surprising. That is, that is surprising. I actually, what I so the first half of this film, I surprisingly loved, because I'm not a big fan about. You want to switch seats? No, I'm sure. We still have four movies. No, I look tall as shit, man. Let's do it. Yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I, but I can tell it's like starting to wear on you. Oh, no, we chill. We chill. Um, but in terms of, so I really fucking hated Boz Lerman's directing in Romeo and Juliet. Hey. I thought it was it, hey. like peak Gen Z, like attention, like span, like it just awful. And Elvis. For the first half of this movie, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I was having an amazing time. Um, it's interesting. My background with Elvis 
was for a junior year in high school out to like uh, the south for it was both for to like look at um the history of blues was that when you went to Alabama yep oh gotcha. yeah barbecue and um civil rights right right big three um and but one part of it is that we went to the Elvis's home that's in the movie right I forget what it's called because it's it's literally a whole theme park yeah right it's huge um but I think it was kind of interesting and so I did all that and they don't really talk about it because Elvis has a really interesting history, right, with the race right. in terms and in, in terms of adopting black blues music. I'm not going to get into that whole can of worms. Well, he, oh yeah, yeah, he stole I, it, yeah. yeah, he stole it. But, <laughs> um, but I'm at least really happy that when the first half of this movie showed a lot of his relationship with like the African American um, blues and music yeah. scene, which none of his theme park really ever showed. Yeah, they and there's really don't. not much, and so it was really interesting seeing. Even though he stealing it, yeah. it's really cool to see how they edited it with him, like at like a church, um, whatever those are called. Um, then with like his dancing, right? And it was so energetic. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through, the movie kind of kind of ignores that and then it goes into like when he's stuck right in the in casino. And yeah. it kind of turns back into just like a normal, sort of boring biopic in terms of it, yeah. it goes back to being a lot more formulaic. Okay. Than that first half. Not that that's fair, yeah. You, do you feel that? Or you, I don't know. Um no, definitely. So yeah, I had a fun time, but then the second it's also like two and a half hours, like all these movies. And so I just kind of got tired. I think in my review for it, I said like I had a blast, right? And then I went to go get some water. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I still had like an hour and 20 yeah. minutes left. And the whole rest of the movie, I was just waiting for him to die. Yeah. So that was my big um, takeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the what I got nominated for, um, I kind of think it might win film editing only because of Bohemian Rhapsody. That's fair. So when I'm thinking of the Academy, they're like, oh, it was, they edited 20 years of his life, right? Yeah. Like from that mindset. And it is really, it is edited pretty fun. So I kind of see it, but no one's really, it's not the favorite. I forget what. Oh, it's like, oh, everything everywhere is the favorite. Right. And it, I would. I think they'll win for makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. That was the big one was makeup, mm-hmm. <laughs> makeup and hairstyling. A costuming, yeah, maybe. Well, no, actually, I Black say Panthers that. there. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, oh, imagine if Elvis. So that's a book funny thing. <laughs> Black Panthers also dominated. So imagine Elvis takes away the awards for both both of those. Oh, oh wait, that that'd be the most Academy thing ever. Because the other nominated thing was Angela Bassett or ba- Bass Bassett. I just Bassett. I, I forget. Is I she said French? it. It's probably best. Um, but and I'm pounding this. Wait, is that baguette I'm thinking of? That's the same thing. <laughs> um, that's it. Like that. Wait, Angela. Wait, no, it would be Bassett. Yeah, it's like ba- baguette. Bassett. We'll say we'll say Angela. Yeah, Bassett. that's is baguette, right? Anyways, <laughs> so because she got nominated for best supporting actress, right? right? Yeah. For a second, for some reason, I was like trying to think of how other ways Elvis could steal from Black right. Panther. It's like they nominate Tom Hanks for Best Supporting Actress mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. Um, if only. 
but alas yeah oh and tom hanks is goofy as fuck in this movie oh, yeah. uh, that, that was the other thing it's like i don't know what he's doing um it's crazy yeah. um but uh what would what do you uh rate elvis uh that's a good question i can check uh three i gave it three out of five I, honestly it should have been better i think it should have been a three and a half now that i actually go at uh, it uh, i just didn't like it though dude i gave it a three also <laughs> oh my god we're almost there i think we're gonna be so sad these last couple movies <laughs> they just deviate. um oh also i should say we, we didn't do this before but um two things really quick do you think it warrants a best picture and then do, would you recommend it uh i wouldn't I, I would recommend it if you're in the mood to watch a really long biopic. Mm-hmm. I, w- I don't think it deserved a Best Picture nom. Mm-hmm. I agree with the Best Picture nom. I don't really think so. Mm-hmm. It's just, it because also just like culturally wasn't it like got beat by the minions. Yeah. In terms of like having a cultural re- relevance. Yeah. And it's not that well crafted. You know, it's actually really funny you bring that up because you just made me remember uh, over the summer, uh, my, you know, uh, like, um, so didn't uh was Dimitri? I think Dimitri was there. He was late though. Like, you know, like the Zach, Dimitri, like Elena, um, you know, yeah. the group that yeah, you yeah, yeah. Um, we all went to see minions, right? And we, yeah. we went in suits, right? Yeah. And dresses and stuff, like fancy shit. I was there. Oh shit, you yeah. were. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a picture of us. Yeah, right? I, I sat next to I sat <laughs> next to Danny. Danny yeah. and I in the back. I don't know why I didn't yeah. think you were there for a second. What the hell? But yeah, no, you remember when we were walking in the theater and like those yeah. old people walked in there like seeing Elvis for prom and we're like, no, we're actually like juniors in college watching the minions. Yeah. So um yeah. I know, yeah, I agree on the best picture thing. How did I forget you were there? I don't, I don't know. That's like my favorite picture too. Fuck. Um, your favorite picture? Yeah, you know the one oh, of oh. just us in a row. I thought you were talking like Minions. Like it, it was a best picture, and it's your favorite. My brain broke. Um, I would only recommend it only because it's on HBO Max. It is, and it's like you can put it on the background. It doesn't take a lot of like focusing. Yeah. On so and then, yeah, if you're older, it's like yeah, why not? I'll but, also say sorry. No, no, no. I also say going back to HBO Max. It's hard to miss on HBO Max if you have HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. They have an entire like row dedicated to Elvis. Um, yeah. so it's hard to miss. All right. Well, speaking of heart, oh, all right. My car? Huh? Should I move my car? What? When did you park? One. No. Okay. Cool. I tell you what. If you get ticketed, no, it's cool. No, 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 no. I'll pay for. Three fourths. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I don't know. I've never, how much are parking tickets? I don't. Well, like Danny and Demi have parked here way over the two hours. Oh, okay. But that was, to be fair, that was. It's also Saturday. Like I don't yeah, think I do it'll, it's like we'll see. It's the penultimate God's Day, right? Yeah. Because let's see, we got one, two, three, three movies left. Yeah, we're good. We got this. All right. Seattle parking enforcement is really a joke. You know, I I live in DC. Mm-hmm. Aren't their parking enforcement best in the country? Um, is are you saying that like they don't ticket you? Or no, they, they like ticket the ticket? they ticket you like the moment you get there because that's how they raise all the funds for all their parks and monuments and shit. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides, like their high taxes, they yeah. just like have a really, really highly funded parking enforcement, and they take it the shit out of everyone. Damn. Yeah, it's really fun. All right. Well, our next film is *The Banshees of Inisherin*, uh, directed by Martin McDonough. Um, this movie, uh, yeah, I'll do a plot synopsis. Everything was fine yesterday. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends the relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this film got nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, 
Best Actor, um, and two Supporting Actor nominations. Right. Um, a Supporting Actress nomination, an Original Screenplay nomination, and Best Editing. Isaac, what did you think of The Banshees of Inisherin? I really liked it. Um, you know, you could say there's a lot of different ways to interpret it. Like, one of them is, uh, it's like the whole thing is like a metaphor for, like, the Scottish Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't want to interpret it, like, in any way, and you just want to objectively look at the movie for what it was, mm-hmm. I think it's like, a, it's like a really well-told story. It's just, like, really sad, right? There's really nothing happy about the entire, it's all just terrible, but at the same time, it's like it's like that weighted weighed down reality that sets in. That's really like it. Uh, I guess it just drives it really well. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, you know, it's really fun just watching a bunch of Scottish people just like chill for like and drink beer. Um, like that's the dream life, basically, minus the whole like you know, uh, yeah, plot. Um, I really liked it though. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, no, I this was my. This movie has grown on me so much over time. I still really liked it when I first saw it. And this has aged the best of all best picture nominees. That is actually, yeah, yeah. I absolutely In terms because... of, I, oh, sorry. I don't know if... No, that's done. Okay. Because in terms of like, um, in terms of just how much I loved it and how well it's like tight it is in terms of being written. This is also, let me make, double check. Let me double check. Oh fuck! It's okay. It's under two hours. That's yeah. the big thing. Isn't think, that weird? Yeah. Like oh, and that that it's so well written. It's still really funny. There are some really clever yeah. jokes. Um, and I, I'd agree with like in terms of it's emotionally so heavy. Mm-hmm. I think in some parts. Um, I'm not getting into the gritty of it, but gritty. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there are um in terms of like the friendship dynamic. Um. There's some parts of them like hits a little too close. Um, and, uh, so in terms of that, I was like, "Fuck!" Because I saw this by myself at a theater. Oh yeah. And I was like, "Oh, you saw it in theaters?" Yeah. Oh. I, and I was so happy I saw it. Um, but yeah, and then we talked about earlier, but like Colin Farrell is, is such a good acting yeah. mm-hmm. job. Very much so. Um, I was gonna ask in terms of and then of any of the nominations, which ones do you think it would win? <laughs> Not should, I, but I it know would. it should. It, Colin Farrell should win best leading, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, I think that uh, supporting actor they probably got to unlock. Um, for uh, hey, he'll call Kui Kwan, the uh, everything everywhere guy. No, no, no. Um, I'm trying to remember what the guy's name from this is. The, uh, which one? The younger guy? No, the, the old older one? guy. Uh, Brendan Grease Gleason. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I controversial. I know, because on the other hand, you think he's gonna win? <laughs> I think he's got a pretty good shot. I think he's got a pretty good shot. That being said, um, that is like the biggest con. I think that's my p- most controversial take of okay. all of the Oscars. Um, I don't necessarily think he should again, but I think that he probably I he's got a really good shot because at the same time, you know, it his character in all honesty isn't really supported. It's it's very much so like a kind of a co-lead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I saw that was similar a couple years ago with um Judas and the Black Messiah. Have right. you seen that? No, I haven't, but I, uh, I, I saw yeah, the Oscars. They, yeah, and they gave both uh, Daniel Kaluuya and um the other guy. Like, they're basically both just leads in it, right. and they both put them as supporting actors, and it's like, they're both, they should just be leads. Yeah, they should but, be um, Sorry, back to you. No, I mean, like, just generally speaking, it's like a really, you know, it 
it you don't really see a lot of movies that's just like all just like super depressing right yeah. and i think that you know mixing in like the really dark humor of it all mm-hmm. at the same time while taking it all and i think that presented a really good uh just opportunity for them to really just make like uh oh yeah you know we're not friends anymore why well, i just don't like you and then yeah. they just made that they made that for almost two hours and it worked yeah it worked that's the like the most surprising part in my mind but i mean yeah yeah i guess yeah i think this was in my top movies of last year i think oh yeah I, but yeah i've noticed i've really liked comedies and stuff so fun movie uh, what did you rate it or what would you rate it i think i rated it a four okay fair enough i think you? i initially had a four and it's now raised to a four and a half so now i'm up by one half star now All right. you know not unlike a lot of these movies it did for me it got better over time yeah. like the more i kind of digest it, i was like wow that's a really good movie you know yeah and it's, it's so fun to think about talk oh, yeah. about and just and it's so easy to recommend to people i think most people would like it in terms yeah. of it's not I was too so. but awesome all right on to the next and this one We've already talked about yeah. on the sticks cast really early on. Oh yeah, um, all quiet on the Western Front. Um, it, it's da, 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 Ed, <laughs> directed by Edward Berger. That's funny. Uh-huh. A German film, so this is an international film. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul Baumer and his friends Albert and Mueller, egged on by romantic dreams of heroism, voluntarily enlist in the German army. Full of excitement and patriotic fervor, the boys enthusiastically. Uh, uh, march into a war they believe in but once on the western front they discover the soul-destroying horror of world war one yeah i see oh oh wait we gotta say it's nominations my bad my bad so this one's a fucking juggernaut of nominations oh yeah best picture adapted screenplay cinematography production design visual effects that's so many names i worked on uh original score an international feature. Yeah. Um. So I think we talked about it. I remember on the six cast uh, a while ago. I think we kind of that one were a little bit different on. I think yeah. you liked it a bit more than me. I think so. Um. How? Sorry. Continue. Oh no, no, you're good. Um. How How do you think it's aged over time for you? Honestly, I don't think it really has made a much of a difference in terms of how it aged over time for me. Um. You know, I really, I like you said, I really liked it mm-hmm. just out of the gate. Um. And, you know, there's a few reasons behind that. So personally, and, you know, obviously having more time to reflect on why I really liked it, it's really cool. I still like it the same amount. Um, it's so it's it's obviously like it's a war document It's not a documentary. It's 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 a war. Uh, God, I don't want it's because it's based off of the uh, the book. Yeah. So it's it's I don't know. How to, it's it's like events, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's um, okay. It's like right. Oh, yeah. Um. But so I what I really liked about it is it really took like a different uh, direction in terms of other movies from the genre. Right. Yeah. Um, so obviously doing like a World War film of any kind with Germany is like tricky. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, be, I think that like just the approach that it took and like, yeah, so there's like, you know, all it, all these people were basically were literally um, like it's just fed a bunch of propaganda on obviously i have it on both sides but seeing it from the german side is something i personally haven't you know seen mm-hmm. um where it's like yeah you know we'll just go win the war you know and kill some like you know bad mm-hmm. people whatever um and i think just like the the way they kind of showed the industrial side of it i thought was really powerful 
I thought that was opening with the like the uniforms. Well, that was a part of it, but just like in general throughout the whole film, like just like the in the like mass troop transit. Um, and obviously it depends on your definition okay. of industrialization to be fair yeah, but yeah, yeah that's that's like the main interesting one. and then you know like just based on like everyone was like everyone did the same thing at the same time and it was just terrible for everyone again it's a movie where just like the whole thing sucked except yeah. for like some very small bright parts but um yeah i really liked it okay. really liked okay. it i i like the industry industrial part aspect right. to be honest i think that I, that's my favorite thing that you said about it in yeah. terms of because yeah i didn't really notice um I don't know, this movie, it's, yeah, mainly stayed the same. I think for me, from what I remember of it, it's just I didn't resonate with the characters yeah. all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially for, it was so long, too. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, I was, yeah, and, and now, because it, it got nominated for so many things. So now, I'm not, like, rooting against it. But it's it's creeping into Fableman's territory for me, <laughs> where I'm like, okay, let's calm down. Right, like, yeah. And I'm now a little worried because war movies fucking yeah. just go through town. And we like literally a couple years ago saw 1917. Right. Which was once again, 1917, good movie, but that like fucking swept awards. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. uh, and then really uh, cool though, but still. Yeah. And I don't know, like literally two days ago, I watched Stanley Kubrick's uh paths of glory. Oh, really? And that's also about World War One, but it's a very different take on it. Where it's so it, it's kind of opens the same, right? Where it's like, oh, th- th- this war sucks, right? right? And they're just having, and this general gets promoted, and then he's like, just go in, right? Um, but it's on a much lower budget. And so, like, there's like a fourth of it or a third of it where it's that, and then they're all dying, and they decide, fuck it, we're not going to charge in, right? And then the general's like, I'm going to send in uh, missiles on our own troops. So they get out, and they're like, no. Right, and so then the rest of the movie is the general being mad at the troops for not going in and wants them executed. And this the whole rest of the movie, so it shows like this silliness of war, right. and it's sort of a comedy, yeah, or whatever. And for me, that was I like that version of war. <laughs> I don't know what my oh, brain, fair, yeah, just like that more. Mm-hmm. So sorry, long ramble. Um, what of this? All these nominations. Do you think it should win? Probably production design. I would say that's the safest bet. Yeah, I think that's why I shifted mine to production design. Yeah. I think you can make it. I, I don't think score under any circumstance. Oh my god! Because there's like. That's one thing I was like, what score besides that? You know, cinematography was pretty was pretty good, but like again, it's very similar to what we've seen in the last like five years, especially with. I think it'll probably win, to be honest. So get ready. Yeah. That being said, like seeing a, a war movie that's like notoriously anti-war, I was a big yeah. fan of that. Um, yep. But like final thoughts, like, I mean, you, you had any final thoughts? Um, oh, let's let's follow through with the. Do you think it? We I like how we kind of forgot about it. Do you think it deserved the best picture nom? And um, would you recommend it? Um, I don't necessarily. I mean, I don't necessarily think it deserved a best picture nom. That being said, I do think it's important to have an interna- at least one international, you know, picture be nominated because it's stupid if you assume that like all the best movies come from America, right? Yeah. That being said, like it's a war movie. Like we get it. Like um, and especially you know, like it, there's only two world wars. I get it, but there's a lot of other wars you could yeah. do stuff off of. Like for example, I really want to see like they actually made one a little bit earlier this year about the Korean War. I would love to see oh a devotion. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to see like a 
boots on the ground movie about the korean war because i don't think i've ever even heard of one of those yeah but like it's world war one it's trench warfare you know what you're getting like it's pretty oh, straightforward i said have you seen the new jake gyllenhaal military movie no what? oh my god he's making a new military Dude, movie it's the most Fuck. propaganda thing of all so here's the whole jake thing gyllenhaal in the military so is propaganda. it's the it's the iraq war or no 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 it's uh what's 2001 um Afghanistan, oh, Desert right? Storm. Desert Storm. Yeah, not Desert Shield, Desert Storm, right? right. So Jake Gyllenhaal's, you, you know, doing his thing, shooting the Taliban. Oh, no. They, where did I see the trailer? Oh, when I saw Creed 3, they played a trailer for it. No. And so he's like, you know, doing his thing, killing the Taliban. And then there's a guy that's like a translator, right? That's from there, but he's like, I'm pro-military right, of U.S. And so then he gets him, Jake Gyllenhaal out of his this? situation um uh, yes yeah that's okay it. god yeah, damn yeah. it and then so what happens can you, is can you sell out sorry no, no, I, oh no and so then he's like gets him out right and then a big attack oh yeah that was a big thing right so they get ambushed and it's only the translator and jake gyllenhaal that are survive and then jake gyllenhaal is all injured so the translator like pulls him by a wagon to save him and then, so Jake Gyllenhaal goes back home, right, with his family. Right. And then he hears news that the translator has gotten captured by the Taliban. And he's like, I need to go back and take him out of that shithole country. They say that in the trailer. And then Jake Gyllenhaal goes on, like, a solo quest and takes down the Taliban all by himself to rescue him and his family away from their horrible country. And then it does the a classic scene. Every military movie now does it where the guy's like on the computer and then he has two dots. It's only daughters on the Skype or whatever. Oh, and like, God. things fine. <laughs> and then he's just like the, oh, I'm glad I'm doing this for my kids. Like, dude, you don't need to go. Like, just stay home. You fucking. And so he's like throwing grenades into like Taliban tanks. You, Isaac. You might have to see it. No, I have to. That's the yeah. worst part. I know I'm gonna see it. Like, too. I don't know how I feel about getting money to watch that, but you have to watch it. That's like the ultimate white savior complex yeah. movie. That's, that's the most no, white. They're yeah. having Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. fight the go on a solo mission to fight the Taliban to rescue a translator who saved his life is the ultimate yeah. white complex. No, he's literally complex. like, I have to get them out of that hell hole. <laughs> oh, so anyways um great yeah and then back to all quiet i would say if you if you're interested in the world war one movie watch it i think maybe you can make the case for best picture of it maybe in terms of having an international film there no and then i mean this is kind of stupid because like i don't know we in the time we live in there's a war always happening but yeah. like with currently like the ukraine russia war and stuff with a european conflict right yeah it's kind of relevant yeah i would say so and also i will say lastly i think that one another aspect of the movie that i really really liked mm -hmm. is they showed just like the parallel stories of like you know the soldier's perspective versus the tip diplomat perspective yeah which i really like because obviously you have the people who are living it and like yeah no one wants to be here no one wants to do this we don't want to do it they don't want to do it yeah right um, there's like no reason for this war to happen at all. And then you have the diplomats on the train eating like five course dinners yeah. and they're like, listen, we'll lose like another 40,000 by next week, but it's fine because we'll save like a little bit of money. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's like a really, really good thing to really put in. It's an anti-war war movie. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan. And what what did you rate it? Or what I think I give it a four. Oh shit. I had to have a three and a half. <clears throat> wait, 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 let me make sure. 
Because it, it's kind of like a low three and a half. Oh, yeah, three and a half. Oh, All right, it's tied wow. up. Yeah. This is it. Last film on this list is Everything Everywhere All at Once. All this right. This is your movie, Nose. This is my movie. This is your movie. Uh, nominated for Best Picture, uh, Director, a Leading Actress, Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress, Supporting Actress, Original Screenplay, Film Editing, Costume Design, Original Score, Original Song. <laughs> so. It's a mouthful. Isaac, you finally got to see this movie. I did finally get what to did see you think this movie. Of it? Really good. Yeah. Really good. You know, I was really convinced that you were overhyping it, but you were not. It was. Let's go. I I fundamentally believe that this. It's between this and Tar, but logistically speaking, I think that this should probably personally I would choose Tar. Yeah. That's just because my personal niche, obviously. Yeah. But this one most likely will and deserves to win Best Picture. Um, it. It, it, it was just i don't know how else to say it you know it's mm-hmm. phenomenal um yeah. there was really nothing i can say bad about it i rated it five stars like immediately it didn't really take a lot of thought um but you know this is your movie so yeah. why don't you tell why don't you tell everyone what you thought else i mean at this point i think it's it just was a absolutely perfect movie for 2022 it's perfect for the best picture spot um yeah i mean it, everything's great about it um only thing maybe is like it's it's more it's sl- somewhat just somewhat underwhelming because I saw this movie in March of last year right. and had been advocating for it like over and over and over right and so I'm just like now I'm just like oh. well now they're making the award sweep you know yeah well and so that's I'm great I some of these awards are the nominations are like does it really need to be two supporting actress nominations for this movie I don't think so um costume design's cool. I, I don't know what original song, by the way. I literally have no clue what that song was. Yeah. So score was kind of fun. I kind of remember it. Um, and I, I personally would be happy with director, actress, best picture, and best supporting actor, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'm mainly just happy if this wins best picture, it solidifies it on the map and so many people will just watch it. I know it's not, even though, even the haters still like it, this movie, yeah. It's not for everyone in terms of like loving it, but it's still just such a fun movie. And yeah, I and I gave it five stars too. So we ended up at the, at the same good. we ended up at the same amount of stars. I think so. Because it so. bounced out because you had Banshees. I, think actually, I, I feel like All Quiet on the Western Front might have tipped us a little bit. But yeah, no, for the most part. Well, because Banshees, I went a half star higher. Yeah. And then you went a half star higher on All Quiet. So oh, okay, it, cool. It ties back up. Gotcha. Oh, oh cool, all right, yeah, we did. That wow. right too. Holy shit, yeah. we fucking—that's Oscars are tomorrow. Tomorrow, and then um, I'll try to keep this short because you got a part, and I got to go to work from a soon. Um, yeah, still, still bounded by capitalism. God, yeah, of course. Um, but Isaac, um, overall, watching all these best picture takeaway of the nominees, what was your biggest like Donald, just kind of takeaway? Yeah, you, you know, I don't know if I really have a takeaway based on the specific movies. This is the first time I've ever watched all of the nominees for a given year. Um, so it's a really cool, you know, experience. Yeah. Um, I gotta space it out more next time. But uh yeah. <laughs> you know, it was I thought it was really interesting to see just like because especially with best picture, you know, you get a lot of different types of movies, which I really liked. Yeah. Um I would, oh. and it was yeah, just good time. Yeah, I would say this is such a better year to do it than last i did it last year and a lot of the movies were kind of similar right. and they just weren't as fun because kind of covid impacted it i think this is kind of a per- wait 
Oh my dude, we didn't talk about women talking. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, that's such a bad look. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let's I go. knew we forgot. Okay, let's go really quick. Oh, no, we're going quick on women talking, and that was a really good movie. Fuck, yeah. fuck, dude. That's a fucked up thing. It's because it only got two numbers. Well, hey, listen, we're men. We shouldn't be talking about the movie. Exactly. You know right, right. Really quick. Um, women talking, yeah, oh women in an isolated religious co- colony struggle to reconcile their faith with the string of sexual assaults committed by the colony's men. Um, to do it got nominated for best picture and adapted screenplay. Isaac, what did you think of women talking? I think it'll win best adapted screenplay. I think it's it better, yeah, it was really good, really good. God, um, the like, was so good, yeah, obviously, like personally, uh, I, I would have just killed the guy personally, but um. You know, I guess, you know, you got to do what you got to do. They took the high road. Um, but I thought yeah. it was really powerful. And it's, like, super interesting to see just, like, because, you know, I've, I've never been Amish. I don't yeah. know if you've ever been nope. Amish. Um, it's really interesting to see just how different communities react to these, like, really just horrible things that people do, right? Yeah. Um, And really just how, like, the institute, how it was institutionally, like, I guess, uh, made possible. And, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to watch. Obviously, like completely like a very another like another movie that's just completely depressing right yeah um it's very yeah i don't know it says a lot yeah um, but at the same time i think they did like a really good job showing a lot of different aspects of their lives and like yeah. specifically how uh they decided to change it yeah right i'll say yeah i'll keep it brief for mine my take is the last time a film like this stood out to me in terms this is just like 12 angry men but i think mm-hmm. done even even better and okay. it, it's that same level of power of how engaging dialogue and editing can be right. when movies just complete dialogue. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really, the only thing that I don't think I gave this like a perfect score is that I hate the score. Yeah. I fucking hate it. It's the most yeah. classic, like art house, generic thing. They made and an Amish movie. I get it. Like it works for the film of it's not supposed to like look happy or it's supposed to look kind of dreadful in terms yeah. of like cinematography. I still kind of found it a little bit ugly and just in terms of presentation. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have been done a little better. So uh, um, what did I rate it? I rated it four. It probably it's closer to four and a half for me. Yeah. What did you give it? I think I give it a four. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing film. I would honestly check. Actually, I'm really happy this was a best picture nom. If it wins best picture, that would be kind of baller. That would be pretty cool. Um, but oh yeah, you gave it. You gave it a four. Yep. Oh, well, it's it's still evened up. Still evened up. Imagine if women talking just completely did it. Um, but women, women. Um, damn, that's such an <laughs> awful look that we fucking forgot about. We <laughs> talked more at the Jake John Hall argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked about Jake John Hall more than women talking. Um, but yeah, all right. And I'll say my final takeaway. Um, going back to what I was saying is this was like. Honestly, probably one of the most perfect, like, best picture nominees in terms of the range of what it has. I think it showcased a great amount of from, like, yeah. impactful of the big box office movie blockbusters mm-hmm. to, like, women talking, which is an mm-hmm. art house. And so I think it really encourages a wide range of stuff. And I say I'm glad you watch. I'm I'm grateful you came here. To no, I'm grateful you had me. Thank you. Yeah. Well... I think that's about it. So Isaac doesn't get a ticket um, for parking. I don't see one yet. Oh, you don't see it? I think I've never gotten one, so I don't know how to look for one. There's nothing on the dash. Yeah. But um, any final thoughts? No, I really got nothing. How about you?
<laughs> um oh no i don't uh, come on come on you can edit it out <laughs> yeah, yeah i was just gonna say mario kart wave 4 dlc is amazing oh really yeah hey, that's good to hear actually so, um but yeah I and oh dude and you, if you get that with the booster course yeah. so there's 48 base tracks okay. and then it adds another 48 with the booster course. Really? so oh and it's it's mar it was mario day so the game's on sale, which Nintendo should, games are never. It should be. So Mario Kart should be on sale, and then if you get the booster course, it's only twenty five dollars, which all for all those tracks. You got to do That's it. a good deal. That's a good deal. And um, Nintendo games never go on sale, like you said. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let the best film win. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be the case. I think. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. if if the Fablemans wins anything, I'm gonna be sad. I, I also forgot we I'm gonna be listening to Jimmy Kimmel for four hours tomorrow. God, for the third time. Mm -hmm. But oh, when's he gonna stop? Till next stop.